Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. Sorry for that being so loud. I'm actually really excited today. I'm really excited. Um, I am so happy you guys are listening. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome. I talk about my life, trauma, <laughs> triggers, um, you know, advancements in life, celebrations, and my ambition, just life in general, and hopefully offer you guys some guidance and advice through that. Um, so definitely check out the other episodes that I have going on. Very, very proud of them. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is kind of out because it's still early in the morning and I usually record in the afternoons, but you know, schedule is is wonky these days, trying to make it happen before Friday. Anyways, um, check out Everything in Me IG on Instagram and Everything in Me FB on Facebook for more from what I'm doing and what's going on and get to see me. You get to see who I am and what I look like. Everythinginme.com is also available as well too. So now without further introduction, I wanted to touch on something very interesting that happened to me um, this week. So this week was my Everything in Me workshop, and I've been hosting them throughout the year sparingly. Um, I actually took a break last month because I felt I wasn't really wrapped up in it anymore. And I resumed it um, this month in September and <laughs> came to, to begin the workshop and no one attended. And that is actually a first. Up until this, um, someone attended at least one person. I mean, probably like eight minimum, but it was pretty interesting to go to um, start the workshop and no one attend for a good 10, 15 minutes. Um, But it was enlightening because it's such a conundrum. The workshop was about understanding your setbacks and learning lessons. And I found that it was quite interesting that that actually happened to me for that episode or for that, you know, workshop of that series. It was so, it's such a learning lesson on just like knowing yourself. And I'm going to kind of talk you guys through what I mean of that and also give you guys an insight as to what that um, workshop was going to be about anyways. So it'll work out. It'll completely work out. I want you guys to know that whenever you're dealing with setbacks or you're trying to understand your learning lessons, every opportunity is an opportunity to dissect and to become more self-aware. And yesterday it was definitely an example of that. So I'm not necessarily mad at it. It's just funny because of all topics, it would happen then. So let's just dissect my background and my setbacks and things like that, because I want to be real with you guys. I want to be honest with you guys. Let's check off the list of the things that have happened to me that have been learning lessons and or setbacks. So I've been laid off for six months. I have um, actually had my car stolen. I've dealt with fraud. Um, I participated in working for a job that actually never ended up paying me and I really needed the money so I could not have to move. Um, I've been homeless. I've um, definitely been in a place without guidance and um, I've lost friends at the worst possible times. Um, I've been in relationships where I've been lied to um, in my world, um, you know, completely just just tried, um, you know, taken for granted. I've lost myself. 
<clears throat> you name it, I'd probably been through it. Um, thankfully, nothing dealing as almost extreme or traumatic as like sexual abuse. Um, but I definitely have been verbally abused and, um, I've been through, you know, mental breakdowns. I've had, um, physical, you know, um, injuries due to accidents. I've been in three accidents. Um, and I've, dropped, not dropped out of school before I've been let go (laughs) from school before I've let go, been let go, obviously from jobs. Um, I've had tons of those, um, uncomfortable moments where they feel like failure. I've been depressed multiple times, um, for different reasons. I've lost people, you know, close and, um, I've, I've just (laughs) been through it before. It's been a whirlwind of a life that doesn't shine light on obviously all the positive sides of things, but it's definitely the real side of things. Um, so I've won some, I've lost some, and it's been a hell of a ride. Um, I would have to divvy up my overall, my overall being with, um, I would say about 25% me, my characterism, my, my, um, my perseverance, my resiliency, you know, as a whole, I'm looking at about 25% of just my overall being, I would say about 35% would be faith. That is going to be the grounding, the foundation of just the hope, the turn the page, the next chapter, tomorrow's another day. I'm really good about making sure um, that, especially a new day, when I wake up for the next day, it's an, it's a reset for me. Um, doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter if it falls on a weekend. It doesn't matter if it's a busy day. The next day for me, if I'm able to open my eyes and breathe again, it's a new opportunity to turn the page and start over. So to me, having a new um, opportunity to um, try again is so refreshing, but having my relationship with God and a higher being and the power and just paying attention to all that moves through me is super, super important. Um, I would say a 15% would have to be luck. So luck kind of plays its part, um, very sparingly. Um, if you will, it's not necessarily, um, super huge when it comes to, you know, the overall, um, the overmaster overall master plan. Um, but it's definitely a, a part of me that I think, is important because we all have some, some form of luck, um, that allows us to be able to, you know, have the things that we want and it just feels, it feels good. It feels right. It feels like it's, it's, you know, designed for us. Now, another part or the final part is the 25% that is failure. So that chunk that gives you all this, added weight of just overall, like sorting, you know, dealing with things, confronted with things, things that are bubbling up. That 25% is essentially a wealth of information. It is, uh, sometimes a web of information. It is, it can be a brick. It can be a stone. It can be so many different things. You just have to really position yourself in a place where you can take that on and deal with it effectively. So for example, the, um, the 
experience that I had yesterday. Let's dissect that because we're still going through that. Um, so upon not having anyone show up for this workshop, um, it, I had a sense of calming. Now, previously in my, you know, getting ready to do my previous, um, workshops, I was very anxious, overwhelmed sometimes and completely like, what are you doing? You're overdoing it. This is not a natural progression. You need to take a step back. This isn't making any sense. You're, you're pushing yourself too far. This is out of your boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. Now, you know, through being able to kind of understand what my purpose is, I've been able to, you know, check that off my list and be a lot more comfortable with it. And this one in particular, I was extremely comfortable. The last one that I did, I definitely didn't feel worthy. I definitely didn't feel like I should have been doing it. But because I was able to lean on someone within my dream team or my support system, um, I was able to find the strength that I didn't necessarily carry and use that to, you know, make that my best um, workshop ever. All of these workshops are available on Everything in Me's YouTube. So feel free to check it out. So you'll be able to see the, the, the growth that I have and just the organization and how I'm able to kind of, you know, change and shift over time. Um, but this one, I had this kind of like, hmm, seems a little more quiet than usual when it came to me getting either amped up or hesitant or, um, you know, I don't know, just overall, like kind of, you know, weary of what's about to happen. So I was looking forward to it. Definitely. So prepared for it. Yes. But I definitely felt like it was a lot more quiet as far as my emotions and my energy was telling me it seemed dormant. And so when I ended up going on to the podcast, I mean, onto the workshop, I realized, you know, with no one attending, that's what that was. That was that energy that I was feeling of this chat. This is, there's nothing here. It's a dead end. It's completely quiet. And so that energy transferred into me, which allowed me to be able to see kind of what was actually happening. So it was pretty interesting to, to have that and paying attention to that sense that you feel within yourself, um, makes a world of a difference. It definitely, definitely does. So setback, let's talk about setbacks and what I define setbacks as setbacks are definitely, um, an adjustment. It requires, um, an adjustment of time. So something happens, but it's a not right now happen, not happening. Um, it doesn't mean that it's off the table. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means at this given moment, it's not the best time. Um, that means that there's things that you have to either learn, tap into, understand in order to obtain this knowledge, this close this chapter, you know, attack this, this obstacle, whatever it may be, break down these barriers, these doors, you know, receive this blessing, but you need to recognize that timing has something to do with it. Where you're at in life has something to do with it. What you're capable of managing has a huge part of what, you know, to do with it. And also just in general, like, is this the right fit for you at this given moment? Are you trying to welcome or for something that is that you're not necessarily ready for at that given moment. So it is a sub setback and it is an opportunity for you to reflect and to try to um recognize how can you, you know, pay attention to the divine entity that is within you and just your intuition in general so that way you can align yourself with a better opportunity. So going into 
learning lesson. So learning lessons are more um, geared towards opportunities where you can self-reflect and you need to pay attention to what were the faults, what were the missteps, what were the triggers, what were the things within you that you didn't um, see at that given moment. And so you're working through um, a way for you to be a student to life, be a student to your mistakes and to the missteps that you have had. For me personally, I had, you know, arguments or disagreements where I felt that I was coming on too strong, just coming on too like there's a lot heavier, you know, um, push on my end than they're, they're call it, you know, the experience calls for. And so that was an aha moment for me where I recognized I needed to fine tune how I navigated things and I needed to revisit the way that I viewed um, my triggers and I needed to take a step back and just pay attention to what is actually happening. Um, Learning lessons are part of failure. So you have failure, but you also have these learning lessons and you have these setbacks. These are just normal, natural things that you have to adjust with and kind of go with the flow with. And once you're able to do that, you're able to feel more at ease and more, you know, conquered throughout your life because you're able to have some, um, some gems for you to carry and hopefully share. And that's really what I'm here to do through my, you know, podcast is to share with everyone, you know, the setbacks and the challenges that I personally have faced and the the things that I've, you know, fallen short from to be able to hopefully educate you guys and also just relate to people because the reality is I am not perfect. I am not um, exclusive, you know, when it comes to having these things. And sometimes the connectivity is really all we need to just reset. So let's navigate the outcomes when you have the outcome of a failure. So you have a choice whenever you have a setback. It can be a negative setback or a positive setback. So negative setbacks um, or how you, you know, retain that experience or take that experience on as a negative setback Um, you're triggered, you're validated by the outcome, and you're depleted. These are some of the mannerisms that you take on because you're unable to um, completely comprehend and the perspective that you have on that setback is so, um, it's so negative and so, you know, um, just thrown off. You're not able to completely adjust and, you know, use that as energy to keep moving if you shift your energy into more of a positive setback of, hmm, let me just, you know, dissect and reroute kind of what I have going on, you have a reset opportunity. So this is able, this is a top opportunity for you to be able to, you know, reposition yourself and, you know, gather yourself so that way you can have the energy, the strength, the mindset to sharpen, you know, your tool a little bit more in order to pursue this again. It's also a learning lesson and you got to practice timing. So paying attention to what sort of things you're going through, what seasons there are, what um, opportunities that are on the table, et cetera, et cetera. So moving forward to a, you know, failure, frustration or failing forward, you have two options. So failing, you know, and being frustrated, you're stressed, you have self-doubt, you lack positive positive thoughts. Um, all of those things, um, 
essentially weigh you down. They're a part of the reasons why you don't have the energy and why you have this negative connotation when it comes to failure. Failure is a part of the ingredients. It is a part of the whole process. As I, going back to kind of what I talked about with, um, the composition of what it is that makes me, you know, failure being 25% is a, is a hefty amount. When you're working with a hundred percent, it makes a dent, it makes a difference. So it is very imperative that there's this, this opportunity for you to shift gears where you do fall off the road, but you're, you need to come back, um, back onto the road. That, that transition is all the, the means between a winner who crosses the line and who doesn't, um, failing forward, you're able to have access to, what actually happened because you're present, you're paying attention. Um, you're able to process the things that you're dealing with and adjust if necessary. So that way you can be able to continue to flow and continue to get into the grooves that you need to get into. Um, you know, think of this as an opportunity for you to open your horizons. You have to have an open mindset and open, um, thought process when it comes to this. And you have to be honest with yourself. Sitting in the reality definitely, definitely has to be the hardest part of it all. Okay. So let's get into the psychological part of failure and what that kind of does. And also just the societal beliefs around failure. Um, there's a lot of shame that, you know, um, definitely comes with failure. It's this concept that because I'm fa- because I failed, I'm not good enough. Because I failed, I'm different. Um, I'm not worthy. I am incapable of learning. Um, I'm incapable of being loved. I'm incapable of succeeding and just having an abundance of life. You know, I'm doomed. I have a curse. Um, I'm not good enough. All of those things come with that. I want to say from my own experience, um, a couple years ago when I was exploring therapy and going through that whole process, I recognized that failure um, came to me in a very like deeply embedded negative connotation in a sense that it caused me to have night terrors. It caused me to um, be unable to sleep. It caused me to um, really think of death and just go down that nasty (laughs) drain of life. And I had to kind of explore that and what that meant. Um, At that given moment, I was definitely dealing with uh, a a trying time in a sense that I'm a very ambitious person. I'm a very goal-oriented person. I always have some sort of goals in the back of my mind and that I'm currently like working through or navigating. And at that given moment, I was not, I was definitely not um, focused on a goal. And I had a lot of things that I was unhappy with. And because I didn't have all my stuff together, if you will, it definitely caused me to turn a leaf into a heaping pile of crap because I believed that I was not where I was supposed to be. And that's why it was causing me to have such like deep, thoughts that were so triggering and so scary. Like I genuinely did not want to go to sleep. I love to sleep. I've said this before. I love to sleep. Sleep is a great thing. I'm all for sleep. Um, and not being able to sleep, not wanting to go to sleep is a very uncomfortable place to be. 
it definitely makes you second guessing because sleep is so essential to our body function, um, our Arcadia rhythm. It just, it's so imperative. So fighting that and running away from that was something I wasn't willing to do. Now, failure can trigger everyone very differently. Um, some are extreme or you may have extreme moments and some are just, you know, it is what it is. It just breezes off your, your, you know, your back. It's a part of the process, but talking about shame and failure and, you know, disappointing, disappointing moments are definitely, um, hard to do. I wasn't always this way. I wasn't always as open to being able to talk about those things because I felt as though, my challenges weren't that deep or they didn't make a difference, but understanding for people who are trying to gauge their life and see if they are, you know, human or, you know, not crazy. Um, talking about shame, talking about its uncomfortableness, talking about the, the truth of it all is so important. Um, it definitely is a connector, but it's also an opportunity for us to be real with ourselves that we are work in progress. And, um, that requires a lot of effort and understanding. Think of holding on to your failures, your shame, your missteps as laundry. So, you know, there's only so much our two hands can really hold. If you're not healing through your failures or dealing with them, you're unable to offload, fold, and put away those things. Yes, they're still there because they're part of the foundation. They're part of who you are, but they're not in the way. They're not taking up the couch space. They're not taking up the bed space. They have it, their place. So when you don't access those things, you don't sit in those things, you're unable to dissect and understand everything that it means for you and how those ingredients matter. They act as a stimulant or they act as a, you know, a a place where you're able to combine and gather everything. You have to start somewhere. This is the thing about failure. Getting comfortable with it is kind of taboo or it is against the grain because when you lose, especially when you're a competitive person, it seems like, you know, the whole world has ended, that you're not good enough and you're chucked to the side. What in reality, what it means is that there could be timing, there could be tools and skills that you need to sharpen. Um, you may be playing the wrong game in, in its entirety, but if you're not able to sit down with yourself and pay attention to your body, pay attention to um, what's going on, you don't see that. What you see is a missed opportunity over and over again. What you see is that you're always shooting and never winning, but you know you're you're actually winning all the time. Let's be honest, because there are people all around the world who are not in the place where they want to be that are a worse or off situation than you are. And you have to be mindful about that. You have to put your put some perspective on it. You know, even the people who may feel like, oh, I'm, I have the worst life there. I'm more than sure there's somebody else in this world who who has a, who's in a situation that's even worse than you or have been in a situation that's even worse than you. So you have to reset your mindset. That's that's a, the key to all of it. Um, I'm not ashamed of my failure. I use my failure a lot of time as an opportunity to open the door. Um, if on YouTube, yes, on YouTube, I actually have a video talking about how I failed my exam that I needed to pass in order to pass this class and how just almost desperate I was, um, to, to open that door and figure it out because I wanted to, to, 
finished my master's degree. Um, it's such an interesting time to t- welcome a conversation about it, but I felt it was necessary and genuine because um, in my class year of graduating, you know, you have this expectation that as soon as you graduate high school, you go into college and then you get your master's, maybe you go into a specialty, but there's this, this sense of like, this is the progression that is a part of your life. And it doesn't always work out that way for everybody. It didn't work out like that for me. And I still was able to get to my own finish line or to my own goal line, but the path was completely different. I started out with going to college for a year and a half, didn't work out for me, started going to um, working full-time and dropped college and working at a college, which is so interesting. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, revisit college until I graduated in 2008. I don't think I started college again until 2012, I want to say. Um, yeah, I want to say I stopped college, I believe in 2009 or so ish. Yeah. 2009. And I, um, didn't, you know, pick it back up to finish it until 2012. I didn't finish my master's on 2000 until 2020. Um, so, you know, my, um, my journey was completely different, but I know for for a fact, there's always somebody who is attempting, who is considering, who is working on themselves, but their self-doubt gets in their way. Their past triggers and, and traumas get in the way. The things, you know, there's a lack of support system gets in the way. Having a strong foundation and belief in oneself can really make or break everything that you ride for. Everything that you ride for is literally, you know, comprised of you and how you view those things. All of those things matter. Um, All of those things make up who you are. And the reality is everybody struggles. Everybody goes through some stuff. You're not alone in that whatsoever. But what you need to do is to reset and understand the purpose that plays in your life. There are reasons why I was told no, because that was, that literally was a door that was not going to open. You know, I talk about moving to um, another state and that not working out for me. And even the relationship that was didn't work out for me. There were so many things that didn't work out for me because it wasn't supposed to happen. I had to reset, take a look at myself, take a look at what I was doing, where I was going, what I was um, focused on, what mattered to me. And because I was able to do that, I was able to invest into myself. I was able to enhance myself and reposition myself in a place where I can win. Now, you know, there are times that we have feelers. For instance, for me, my relationship with God can be pretty funny because, you know, even though I know he knows best, I still, sometimes I still try him. Sometimes I really do think I know best and I'm doing my best and that's all that matters. And he'll quickly remind me that that's not even true. That's not even close because he is the one who guides us all. But, um, when it comes to making decisions, for instance, and what I want to take on and what I want to do with my life, um, I definitely push the boundaries, if you will, with things that I, you know, want to be able to do or I'm trying to do. And how I do that really decides where I'm going to be in life, what I'm going to be able to do, what's going to be able to happen to me. All of those things come together and create um, the outcome that I, I, you know, I deal with. So it's so important for me to pay attention to what's going on and just reflect because it helps you design um, 
your next step. It helps you, you know, sit with the things that you should have done differently. Now, having great people in your ear to know you, know what's right and know the alignment in which, you know, you're headed into is super important. So I always have feelers out of like, Hey, this is what happened. This is what went down. What are your thoughts? Letting in those um, opinions and criticism sometimes and, you know, cuss out moments sometimes because they're like, what were you thinking? Where were you going with that? What, what were you trying to accomplish? Um, definitely allows me to grow. It forces me to see things from a different perspective. It forces me to be honest with myself. It forces me to check myself if necessary. Um, you definitely cannot grow all by yourself in your own bubble, you're going to need some sort of outside um, intervention. So sometimes it could be, you know, nature or a person or um, a situation that you find yourself in that allows you to shape shift, if you will, and kind of see, okay, you know, I could have, I should have done something different in that, in that, you know, world because the signals were telling me, um, there's times where I'm driving home. I mean, it could be so simple when it comes to like failure and and blocks being put in, in place when you're rushing or you're really trying to do something and nothing is working out. Have you ever tried to really get something done? Nothing works out in your favor at all. There's nothing you can do about it, but at, you know, maybe there was traffic, it was raining, somebody stopped you, you got pulled over. All of these things are diversions from what your destined or what you're trying to to do. They're an opportunity for you to really think, is this the right timing? Is it coming together? Is it easily um, accessible? All of those things. It's a, it's a really great opportunity for you to just look at the obstacles and say, okay, if there's a huge obstacle, yes, you're going to put in your effort, but the reality is sometimes no matter how much effort you put into it, it's not meant for you. There's nothing you can do about it if it's not meant for you. They're really, honestly and truly, there's nothing you can do about it if it's not meant for you. There's no way around it. So you want to be careful that you pay attention to those things because you can really avoid dealing with people you're not supposed to be dealing with, taking on jobs that you're not supposed to take, you know, looking at new places that you shouldn't be in, visiting people you shouldn't visit, being, you know, in environments that you shouldn't be in, you know, all of those things come together, but also they... They're important because you can look back at them and say, oh, I failed because the relationship didn't work. Well, it wasn't going to work out in the first place because there were a lot of reasons that was it was a firm no. You know, there's growth moments, but there's opportunities to close the door. And failure sometimes feels like it's all discombobulated and all of those things. Failure isn't necessarily a loss. It is an opportunity for you to redesign and grow and reshift what matters to you. Sometimes we do things out of comfortability. And when we get, um, you know, a negative reaction, we feel as though, oh, oh my gosh, I failed. No, it's an opportunity for you to reshift. You're too comfortable. That is the outcome that you're supposed to see. You're too comfortable. It's too much um, of an easy thing for you to be able to do. Now it's time for you to look at things differently and really regain, um, some strength and some opportunity to, to grow and just, and do things differently. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of everything in me. I deeply appreciate it. I'm so excited to be able to be on this platform still and to be doing this with you guys. It's been a hell of a year and, um, I'm just excited to continue to do what I'm doing. And I have decided to move my workshops to 
Facebook. So you'll be able to see them on there and catch them whenever you can. But um, the next one, I will let you guys know. And if you're more in tune, you'll be able to connect with me um, through Instagram where I'm on there pretty frequently, daily, a couple times a day. (laughs) Thank you again for listening and I'll chat with you guys in my next episode.